there, my name is Megan and you're listening to The Daily Cuisine. On this week's episode, I'll be interviewing Jasmine, owner of Crichet's Kitchen. So buckle up and let's get into it. Today I'm speaking with Jasmine, who's the owner of Crichet's Kitchen. How are you? I'm doing good. How about yourself? I'm doing good. So tell me a little bit about yourself. Well, I am 24. (laughs) I'm a mother of four boys. So like you get kind of (laughs) hectic. I um, (laughs) am. Yeah, um, currently I'm a stay at home mom at the moment. I'm pretty much just trying to run my business from home and, you know, get it off the ground. What made you decide to create your business? And for those listening who doesn't know, Jasmine owns a food business and she makes delicious food. I haven't had the chance to try it myself, but from the pictures that I've seen, as well as a few comments, it seems like it's really good, wholesome food. So how'd you get into that? Um, Cooking kind of came, well, I've always been really interested in food. um, And it kind of came later on, like after my second baby and I was at home a lot. Um, I kind of just really got into reading a lot of cookbooks and, you know, watching the cooking channel and YouTube videos. And it kind of inspired me, you know, to do my own. My husband is always telling me, you know, it's so good. And (laughs) so I was just like, "Hmm, maybe I should just give it a try. Kind of jumped in, you know, feet first. So since your husband was kind of like a little bit of a push behind it, he's like, oh, yeah, you know, you should make your business. So what's his favorite dish that you can make that he's always like, make this for me? He's really into, it's not really like a favorite dish. Um, It's pretty much anything (laughs) breakfast food. He loves all breakfast food and he's really into avocados. So I do a lot of things with avocados for him. Yeah, he's a big avocado fan. Okay. So when you typically cook, you know, you're cooking for around a large family, pretty much over four people. When I cook, okay, I don't cook that often, but when I do, you know, it can take me a while. It can take me like, you know, I don't know, like around an hour if I include like the prep time and stuff. Yeah. And I always feel a little bit bad about that. Is that normal? <laughs> like how long does it take you to cook? Um, it's normal. Um, but for the most part, I do a lot of meal prepping and uh, I call that food prepping. So I'll take mm-hmm. um, like a day, like a Monday. Um, I have what I call mm-hmm. meal prep Mondays. And I pretty much go to the store and I get all of my, my vegetables and my uh, my meats and everything, and I take that day to prep my food. So I'm chopping up meat, you know, um, you know, separating it into portions, chopping, pre-chopping my vegetables, you know, slicing, just getting everything already into sections and everything. And so when it is time for me to cook, my my prep time really isn't long at all because I've already prepared. Mm-hmm. All right, okay, you have it all sorted out. I'd like to think that I can do what you do, but I know that I get lazy. I do it for two weeks and be like, okay, I can't do this anymore. <laughs> but you're a superwoman over there. I try to be. Since you're running your own business, I know that at least for the younger generation and a lot of friends that I know, or even some older people, with the way the economy is going, a lot of people are like, you know, I don't want to work for someone else. I want to branch out and do my own thing. So what advice would you give to someone thinking about opening their own business? Um, my, my main advice would be, uh, I would say, to always give yourself credit. 
Um, especially if you're really mm-hmm. critical of yourself because it can get hard and you know you always feel like um you know oh, I'm not doing as well as I thought you know or looking at other people I try to see them as an inspiration instead of competition because a lot of times I see other people and I'm like oh my gosh they're doing so good or they take better pictures than me and that can really get you down so I would say try to just give yourself credit and use other people as inspiration instead of competition Okay, so this one is a little bit more of a personal question. You know, if you don't want to answer it, that's fine. But since you decided to open your business, did you ever deal with people not believing in you or people saying like, oh, no, like you shouldn't do that or I don't think you're going to be successful? Like, if so, like, you know, how did you deal with that? Like, you know, um, I um, a lot of times I feel like I have family who like they know what I do and what I'm trying to do but I don't really feel the support mm-hmm. or like they'll go to someone else, you know, when they need the same thing that I provide. So that can kind of like hurt your feelings and, you know, get you down. But like I stated before, you have to just try to re- give yourself credit and remember not everyone is going to support you or believe in you, but focus on the ones who do. Okay. I like that. That's good advice. I feel like that can carry over into a lot of things. It seems like whenever you try to carve out your own path and you're like, okay, I want to do something, especially if it's big and it takes a lot of work, there's usually a lot of naysayers and people say, no, don't do that. And, you know, you can really get inside of your own head and psych yourself out. So I like that you're, that you say, don't compare yourself to other people. Just use it as inspiration. Yeah. That's really powerful. All right. So, this one is kind of like, think on your feet. Okay, so you're cooking in your kitchen, you know, you're going along, and all of a sudden, a fire breaks out, and it's a grease fire. What do you do to put it out? (laughs) Uh, First thing with the grease fire uh, would be uh, uh, salt, not water. (laughs) Okay, yes, yes. And, um, but it depends on how big it's gotten, because I have kids, I would probably just try to get them out the house immediately. But if it's not, you know, so big, then yes, salt, not water. Yes, that's a good answer. Um, like, I tend to ask people this. I don't know why, but I just find it funny to see their response. And a lot of people's like, oh, simple, just throw water on it. And I'm like, no. <laughs> and they're like, what happens? And I was like, an explosion will happen. You never want to put water on there. You have your own food business, so I felt confident that you wouldn't say water. And <laughs> you came through. Hey. <laughs> All right. So earlier, you know, you said that, you know, you have a pretty large family, you know, you're a stay at home mom, you're also running your business, you cook, you do all these different things. So it's clear that you're a superwoman, you're a super mom. If you could have any superpower of your choosing, what would you pick and why? Oh, <laughs> I guess anything. any, like just anything. Yeah, anything, anything. You can even make it up. Like, you know, what is it? I would probably like to be able to turn invisible. (laughs) Why invisible? (laughs) What are you going to do? Hide from the kids. (laughs) Oh, okay. Yeah, that makes sense. That makes a lot of sense. Like, you know, I'm just standing here if they can't see me. I don't even, you know, I don't even fight you on that one. <laughs> I think I would answer the same. Like if I was in your position, 
can turn invisible whenever you want. It's just like, hmm, I guess she's not here. And then they leave you alone. Right. <laughs> All right. Unfortunately, you know, COVID-19 is a thing. And I'm seeing in the news where a lot of small businesses are struggling. I'm seeing organizations give out loans or um, other methods of support, but it's not guaranteed that you'll get it. And it's hard for a lot of businesses to try to apply for it because it's a very limited amount. Yeah. So what are the best ways that people can support you and your business in this time? Like, what are some things we can do? Um, at the moment, um, I was kind of like on a break before COVID hit. So I didn't really take that hard <laughs> of a hit. Um, so at the oh, moment, okay. and I'm going to like kind of try to reopen in May. So the best thing oh, okay. to support my business right now would be uh, shares and likes and just word of mouth. I would really appreciate those three things. Yeah. The more visibility your business gets, hopefully the more people that'll flock to you. Yeah. Like, I know I'm excited to try your business once it gets out and running. I saw that burger that you made. <laughs> <laughs> They're my business. Do you make potatoes? Yes, I do. I actually I have some pictures I just haven't put up yet, so they'll be coming soon. Oh my gosh, I love potatoes. Okay. I'm getting excited over here and it's not even May. <laughs> I need to calm down. <laughs> Did you ever see yourself being an entrepreneur? Like when you were younger or even just three years ago or four years ago? Did you think you'd start your own business? No, I, I honestly really didn't. It hadn't really crossed my mind. Um, I was kind of inspired by my cousin because she started her business first and it kind of just inspired me to, you know, get out there and just try, you know, she was really, um, she was really motivating and she kind of like spoke a lot of life into me, you know, like you can do this, you should do this. And she mm -hmm. always offers great advice. Um, her name is Angel Brown. And so um, that is your cousin. Yeah, that's my cousin. So she was kind of like my inspiration to get started. Oh, that's wonderful. I had no idea you two were cousins. I just thought you guys were just close friends. Um, I had no idea. We're cousins. First cousins at that. <laughs> close. Oh, okay. So your family is just full of entrepreneurs. Y'all are just popping up just here and there. Yeah. You running your own business, have you noticed like um, your kids kind of gravitating towards it, being like, wow, like mom is running her own business. Maybe I can make a business. Have you noticed that kind of trickling off on them yet? Yes, my boy's actually really interested in what I do. Sometimes it gets overwhelming because I have an order to fill or I'm trying to record <laughs> a video and they're just like all in my mix. So <laughs> they're really interested in what I do. They want to cook too, you know, they want to record mm -hmm. and everything. So. Yeah, they're interested. They ask a lot of questions. That's amazing. So, like, I know that your business, that you're still, you know, growing your business. So I'm just going to speak life and hope into your business. So, you know, five years from now, I would hope that you have a large business or at least how big you want it to be and it's successful. Do you ever see yourself offering, like, cook with me classes where someone could come and, like, you teach them a few different dishes? Do you see yourself doing that? Yes, I think that would be a lot of fun. I'm, I'm, I still like to take cooking classes as well. So yes, that's something I, I could see myself doing. Well, when you do, I want to be there. Like how you're saying that your kids want to cook and they're in the kitchen with you and stuff. My husband doesn't cook, or at least he tries, but he has a lot to go, like a <laughs> lot to learn. 
So that'd be something fun for me to drag him with me and be like, we're gonna learn to cook together today. Yeah. It's something that the whole family can enjoy. Yeah. What's your favorite memory? Like when you look back over your life, because there's so many different changes changes that are happening for you right now. So whenever you kind of get down or you need a little bit of inspiration, what's a memory that you like to go back to that kind of perks you up? Um, My favorite memory to perk me up would probably be my last moments with uh, my grandmother. We called her Cream. And Aww. yeah, that was probably be my like, my go-to memory, uh, my last, you know, moments with her, um, you know, where I kind of just talked to her, like, you know, just vented her. Cause um, in the state she was in, she couldn't, you know, speak. And, but mm-hmm. you know, she could hear me and, you know, I would just hold her hand and you just talk to her. And that's kind of like my favorite memory to go back to. Mm-hmm. It sounds like a really nice and sweet memory. Yeah. It kind of just reminds me of my grandmother. Well, my great grandmother. She passed away like um, over a decade ago. But I just remembered that she was just just a sweet older lady. Like she loved cooking and she loved food. Yes. And it seemed like no, you could just tell her almost anything. And she wasn't judgmental of anything. She'd just be like, it's okay. It's going to work itself out. You know, you're going to keep living. It's going to get better. So the way you're describing um, your grandmother, it just makes me think that maybe that relationship was the same. Yeah, she was really sweet as well. And every time we would go over, you can always count on her. Like, when you get up, you're going to smell breakfast. Like, that's another great memory. She would always be up cooking. Like, throughout the day, she's just moving breakfast, then lunch, then dinner. Like, those are just my favorite memories. Do you think she had probably a large influence on you and your cooking? Because you think about the times that you spent with her cooking and, you know, like you can kind of relate to her. Yeah, I would say, yeah, that that, that would be the case. Yeah. Does she have something, um, a favorite dish of yours that you liked a lot? She really got me hooked on grits. <laughs> oh, yeah. And then the main thing she really got me hooked on was cream of wheat. I don't know if you ever eaten it. Yes. Oh my gosh. <laughs> <laughs> Every morning, she would make cream of wheat, and oh my god, I've been hooked ever since. I even have my kids eating it. Like, it's a must in my house. (laughs) Have you tried cream of rice? No, no, I have not tried that. Oh my goodness. If you love cream of wheat, you'll definitely love cream of rice. So my grandmother got me hooked on cream of wheat, and I don't know what happened. I don't know if they didn't have it at the store one day or what, but somebody got cream of rice as an alternative. And I just loved it so much. It's really, it's hard to find. The only places around, you know, Dallas or West Dallas that I know that has it, usually Jerry's will keep it in stock. But it's like a mixture of cream of wheat and grits. I don't really know how to explain it. (laughs) (laughs) I don't know how to explain it the best way, but whenever I got introduced to cream of rice, cream of wheat went out the window. I was like, okay. Like, ugh, it's great. But this this makes me wonder. So when you eat your grits, what do you put in it? Are you the type of person that puts in cheese? Or are you like me, you put in like sugar and butter? Now me, I am definitely butter and sugar all day. My husband, he likes cheese grits. But me, I need my butter and my sugar. <laughs> you know, that's like, that's what I thought. 
So I just thought most people put in butter and sugar. And then I started um, realizing that not everyone does that. It depends on where you're from. Yeah. Some people are like, what are you doing? And I'm like, making grits, duh. <laughs> right? So, you know, I'm like, what do you mean, what am I doing? Like, what about rice? So when it comes to your breakfast rice, do you ever put in butter and sugar in there? Yep. Or are you just like, <laughs> okay, thank you. It's a thing. It is. It's a thing. Like, I don't see how people I can't. don't. I just, I can't. Only time my rice doesn't have something in it is if it's like another type of rice. But for breakfast, white rice, yes, it has yes. to have butter and sugar. Right? <laughs> That's how I was raised. Like, my grandma always put butter and sugar. My great grandma, same thing. So I put butter and sugar too. You know, it's breakfast rice. <laughs> I made it for my husband one day. And he said, what did you do to this rice? I was like, uh, put butter and sugar <laughs> and a little bit of cream. <laughs> <laughs> And he was like, uh uh-uh. he's like, you can't be feeding me this. I don't like this. And I was like, it's a thing. And he's like, are you sure it's just not you? And I was like, yeah, it's a no, thing. Not alone. So, all right. Um, is there anything that you just like to share with the audience or just in general? Um, I don't think so. I think we pretty much covered everything. Um, I just appreciate you for this opportunity. Um, and for this exposure, I appreciate you for that. And just like my page and share you guys. That's the best way that you guys can support me. Um, word of mouth. Just think of me if you need any kind of catering, food, meal prep, that type of thing. Um, I also have a YouTube channel. It's pretty much up and coming. Um, it's really my family. It's a family YouTube channel, but I do cooking on there as well. And, you know, just family stuff with the kids and the husband. So, you guys can check that out. It's called It's a Green Thing. Um, check us out on YouTube. And that's pretty much it. Aww. Okay. Well, thank you so much, Jasmine. I enjoyed having you on my show today for this week's episode. And I just hope that your business explodes. Thank you. Because I think you have a good thing. You're welcome. I like that you're getting your family involved. You're a small business. And you're just an inspiration to just people everywhere but especially young girls and coming from West Dallas or just girls like black girls because we just don't really see that that much I noticed that a lot of us are trying to make our own businesses now but when I was younger we didn't really have anyone that had that many businesses so I just like that you're doing that and just showing like it doesn't matter where you come from We all have the tools and we can do it as long as you try. So thank you. Thank you. You're welcome. If you loved listening to this week's episode, please let me know. Jasmine's YouTube channel has actually changed since the time that I recorded it. Her new YouTube channel name is Pichet's Kitchen. It'll be linked in the description of this podcast as well as on any sites on social media that I share it with. Please show her business some love and support. It's hard running and creating your own business and I think that she's doing fabulous. Her business will be opening again in May, so be sure to go out and support. Thank you for listening to this week's episode of The Daily Cuisine. I'll see you next time.